Everybody and welcome to episode 87 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, celebrity chef, Brett, and with me is beverage entrepreneur, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hello, how are you? Very good, how are y'all? Oh, I'm amazing. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Bever- Why did you call me beverage entrepreneur? You're like a, a drink tycoon, a beverage tycoon. <gasps> like... I'm trying to think, what would my flavor be? Like an innovative, you're an entrepreneur because it's an innovative beverage. What would your flavor mm, be? I know, yeah, so like, am I more of like a LaCroix or am I just like Coke? Coke. Um, You're Fanta. You're fantastic. Wanna Fanta, don't you wanna, wanna Fanta? Do you remember those commercials? I love those. I did love those. They They popped off your screen. They were catchy. You uh, look hot in all that plaster. Drink some Fanta. Faster, did it, faster. Wanna Fanta. Did it make you drink a Fanta? Did, you, did it make you want a Fanta? No, it's too, no, it's too sweet for me. <laughs> it's so I know, it's too sweet. I, You know what? Fun fact. I have not had soda, any kind of soda, in like close to 10 years. Um, now, do you, do you count like LaCroix? No. Or? I don't count seltzers or flavored seltzers. Okay, so like a sugar soda. Like a cola, like a lemon-lime non-cola like a like a black cherry a grape an orange a ginger ale none of that diet no diet (laughs) i hate to i hate to i hate to throw it out there but i haven't had one in years either because here's the deal once you go like seltzer you can't go back to the regular drinks they're too sweet nothing gets better than seltzer yeah your brain trains itself it's how people that always drink coke and sprite when they drink a Lacroix, they're like ugh. yeah what is this? Yeah, when people say LaCroix tastes like someone whispered the name of the flavor in the next room when you're drinking yeah. it. Yeah. I, oh, I thought are... it was someone just burped it in your burped it in your face. <laughs> those are cola drinkers who think that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. delicious. But it's like you have to train your brain. Train your brain. You do. So train your taste buds. But uh oh, oh my goodness, but you're a celebrity chef now, apparently. Apparently. But we're um, not comic book experts, I'll tell you that much. We are no experts, but we sure do love talking about comic books. And in fact, that's what we're going to talk about on this show. Although, can I, can I admit something to you? Yes, you never read a comic. <laughs> no, I'm getting comic malaise. <gasps> like a general malaise? Of, of just the way the, all the Marvel and DC runs are right now. Like nothing is exciting me. Let's right talk about that because I actually am very turned on and excited by everything War of the Realms that I read. Okay, because I finally dug in to War of the Realms. And I will say this, I love the art. Right? It's so good. It's Russell Dodderman, right? Yeah, but oh. it's... it's I, here's the thing. I am, though, this whole epic world battle things when you do one twice a year it just it makes it hard for me to care like the fact that they have to do these big huge epic sweeping things every six months it makes it hard to care and it makes it when people die i don't think you're really dead oh no one and then 
and then on on just on the DC side too, just like they're they're kind of like digging in on this whole Leviathan Superman stuff, and it's I'm just like I don't care. Where they're like it could be the end of Superman. I'm like no, it's not. I don't know. I'm just sick of characters dying, coming back from the dead, epic world, the whole world, the Statue of Liberty crumbled in World of the Realms, and like, I don't know. I'm just. And then, and here's another thing: if you're gonna take over a planet, don't start with New York City. Oh, who doesn't love New York City? Everyone wants to go to New York City. But don't start there. If you're on Earth, you want to go to New York City. Anyway. All I'm saying is there's a thing of where I'm like dead into it. I want to be more excited about it because I feel it's well written. I feel it's exciting. I like it. But it's just the overall inundation with all of these crossovers is just making it less fun for me. Yeah. If if the stakes are high all the time, are the stakes ever really high? Thank you. Thank you. Write that one down. Print it on some post-its. For a second, that Loki is really dead? No, he has his own show on no. Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, you know what? I feel the opposite. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Okay. I, like, I, I know everything's going to be okay and I don't care. I actually had the thought while reading some of the books today. Wow, a lot of people are probably dead. Like, a lot of people probably died. Like, your loved ones probably died in the War of the Realms. But that's, yeah. we don't care about that. Yeah, fuck it. Did a superhero die? I enjoy it. I enjoy it because, and to me, it was like, oh, Endgame is so epic and good and beautiful. I want something epic and good and beautiful in the books that isn't Thanos and isn't Infinity Stones. Oh, thank you, War of the Realms. This will do nicely. Yeah, I will say I do like taking this whole the Thor using the Thor mythology. Use the Um, Thor stuff. Yeah. Um, although, do you think it's misogynistic to have all the female warriors be killed? Well, I mean, it's it's funny because they were all... So all the Valkyrie were refrigerated, not so a male hero can find the passion and the purpose to overcome adversity, but for a different female to take the mantle because she's arguably more popular. They know me maloned the Valkyrie. Yeah. They just pushed, she just pushed Brunhilde down the stairs and said, I'm Valkyrie now. And Sorry, Foster. we like, we like Jane Foster better. Sorry, we like Jane Foster better. And eventually we <laughs> want to make way for the Tessa Thompson Valkyrie in the book. So off you go, out with you. Wait, who is, is Tessa Thompson anywhere in comics her character? She, they put her on Exiles. They created a character that was... Um, similar to well, not, they really beefed her up actually, uh, but there is a inspired by Tessa Thompson Valkyrie who was on that Exiles team where the book just got canceled a few months ago. Did it already end? Yeah, it it has ended. Good because it was stupid. Yeah, it was the one with that cartoon Wolverine. Yeah, fuck it. Dumb, who cares? Who cares? See, look at my bitterness. <laughs> I know. But I don't know, I, like, up. War of the Realms, I love the main book, I love the whole, okay, this team, go do this, this team, go do that, I love it, it's simple storytelling, I can get down with it. Um, I love the side books, there was a great Fantastic Four issue. 
I didn't read the side books. I mean, except for the the scroll one. Ooh, War Scrolls. We'll talk about that. Let me tell you about Fantastic Four number 10. It was adorable because, you know, Franklin Richards is all teen emo now. Dyed his hair black. Oh, I saw a cover for that. Why? So what's that about? I was like, is that Franklin? Why is his hair Yeah, black? well, they got older in when they were multiversing after Secret yes. Wars. They've aged. I, I did. Yeah. Yo, I, I know that part. Yeah. I read the first few Fantastic Fours. So Franklin's just super emo now. He, it was ever since the, um, that spider god lady destroyed, you know, so many of his creations, um, mm-hmm. that he kind of sank into like an emo depression and dyed his hair black. Oh. <laughs> I'm here for it. Wow. Um, the thing that's adorable in this book though is A, so, you know, they live on Yancey Street now, the Fantastic Four. And mm-hmm. this, issue was known as the Battle of Yancey Street. I just think that's adorable. And in it, Lunella um, Moon Girl. What's her name? Lunella Love? Uh, uh, um, anyway, Moon Girl and Devil With Dinosaur. The dinosaur? Yeah. Meet um, Valeria and Franklin. It will meet all of the Richards. And the Moon Girl, Valeria Richards dynamic is pretty great because it's like that episode of the simpsons with um allison winona Ryder and lisa they're trying to one-up each other all the oh, time because like, they're both two isn't smart there, girls isn't there the number system in marvel of who and I'm they the they discuss person. that yeah no they discuss that who's um, higher uh lunella claims that she's <laughs> the smartest <laughs> like or she's like um she said i just got tested i'm actually smarter than your father and valeria's like i'm smarter than my father and I think Lunella ranked her. She's like, I'm like the sixth smartest person on the planet. She just immediately gets in Valeria's face and starts bragging about her number. It's adorable. And is that her and human powers just being super smart? Yeah, I think so. I don't think she's anything. And is that devil dinosaur the same devil dinosaur from the weird, uh, like from the weird original from Fallen Moon Angels? Boy? I think so. Yeah. What happened to the original Moon Boy who was all like Cro-Magnon, man? Yeah, good question. I don't know. Interesting. Well, that sounds fun. I do like him being all goth. Yeah, and his thing is every time um, he uses his powers, which have been greatly diminished, he loses them permanently. He loses that, that basically that percentage of his power permanently. So every time he uses his power, he loses power and becomes weaker moving forward. Wait, so is there going to be a point where he doesn't have any powers? Yeah, he's basically got a finite amount of power now. And he will he will use it up soon. Hmm. Hmm. I feel that um, if we know the history of Franklin Richards... Right, yeah. It's that he gets depowered and repowered a million times. So I have a feeling someone else will take over the run eventually and he'll get all of his powers back. So once again, bitter Jeff... Better Jeff. <laughs> the cutest moment with Lunella and Valeria are um, so she the frost giants attack and Moon Girl immediately starts lasering off iron bars from like a wrought iron fence, and Valeria's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I just read that they're like allergic to iron that they have an aversion to iron, so start lasering some bars. I can make you a laser if you want one." And Valeria's like, "I can make my own laser." that's that's the relationship i love it (laughs) um that's fun and uh 
what is what's the what is uh there's one where it's like there's a baby involved yeah i'm Kate not reading Bishop. it's like um it's thor's like baby sister or something i'm not reading that one how long if you're like a a, a scardian god how long are you a baby for are you a baby longer since you live thousands of years right like is it percentage wise so are you a baby for a few millennia Oh, that would be the worst. Like, oh my god, I have to change diapers oh god, for to be eighty a years. Oh. <laughs> so, and all those diapers, what that must do to the environment? Oh, and can you imagine having like a twelve-year-old for two hundred years? Oh, I'd murder them. Huh. I actually would. I'd pull a frost giant and eat them. Mm-hmm. Um, another book. Speaking of frost giants, great segue. Uh, that I highly recommend you read is the Giant Man side book with the four giant men undercover covered in blue paint as frost giants. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Are you reading that? No. It's no, super I'm, fun. I just read all the four four of the realms this morning. Well, catch so up. Give me give me a moment. But <laughs> no. I feel like read them now. I feel like why do I need but why do I need to read those side quests when the war of the realms is kind of like giving the main recap? Yeah, that's true. I mean, this one it really is it seems it's a really weird quest. They basically need to go kill the frost giant god at the behest of Thor's mom. Um, but they're just four jerks. Like, they're four jerks pretending to be savage giant frost giants. It's like they have to talk all weird. <laughs> it's so so, funny. so they're, like, in disguise. They're in disguise. Like, they're literally covered in blue body paint walking around in their giant men sizes. It's, um, it's Scott Lang... It's the son or some relative of Bill Foster, Goliath. His name is Tom. Uh, it is Atlas from Thunderbolts. And right. it's um, Roz, the new giant man, the gay one. And um, have they addressed him using his size powers in some sort of gay BDSM play? No? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, they didn't think they, so. they have not gotten there yet. Um, and is Stature still dead? Or did she, she come back to oh life? Oh, God, what did I just see? I just read didn't something. did she come back to life? She's missing. She is back to life, and she's missing. Scott. Jesus in, Christ. Scott can't find her, and that's kind of what Scott's got going on. He's like, he can't find Cassie in all of this Asgardian chaos. They should have had Cassie be one of the Frost Giants. Are there Lady Frost Giants? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that Leigh Williams, who wrote this, is telegraphing stature showing up next issue and, and potentially joining the team. Hot. I'm guessing it. I'm guessing it. It's real funny because they're four assholes. And it's not the gay one. He's, he's a delight, and he just can't believe the behavior of the other three. Oh, it's very good. A lot of drinking. What kind? What kind of gay is he? Roz. Yeah. He is totally like a IKEA. I want to have children. Um. Maybe like I don't understand why there's so many fetishes at Pride kind of gay. <laughs> so more like like uh, what is it that like a HRC. Let's and, assimilate kind and, of gay. Yeah, and yeah, except for, you know, not you brown people. You know, the, the people who think the rainbow flag didn't need the black and the brown stripes, if you know what I mean. 
Oh, shit. No, I would... No, please. No, he's Muslim. <laughs> uh, he's a very nice man. He's a very nice gay. He's a nice gay. He just... He's well-mannered. He wants Does he watch RuPaul's just... Drag Race? Probably, but he doesn't... He probably doesn't um, dish about it. Like, he doesn't tweet about it. But he What's his it. sass level? Is his sass level from 1 to 10? Where's he at? He's like... He's like a quiet sass. Okay. He's like... He's totally... <laughs> aren't we his all? Role, <laughs> aren't we all? His role in the group is like a, oh, here we go again. You know, like that's, he's oh, that character. You brutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fun. It's fun. It's fun. Um, where do you think we're the, like, what do you think is the big end game here? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be the lasting changes. Is Odin going to die? Did Odin die? No, he didn't die yet. Still alive. Odin's- Odin and Freja could die. I feel like it's going to be about Odin dying and Freja being like the main head person. Maybe that would be great. Although Freja just made Jane Foster. Well, you, you read that she made Jane Foster yeah. the the all mother of Asgard. Right, but I thought she just did that because she was like, "I'm probably going to die doing this." Yeah, and then I don't know if I think it happened in a side book that Freja became some like she became the guardian of the Black Bifrost. Yes, so she became, well, that was like, in the main book. books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's a good one. And then you brought up War Scroll, War Scrolls. I want to say War Scroll, War Scrolls, which focus on Daredevil, but then have some fun stories in the back. Some fun short stories featuring some of our favorite characters. And uh, I think you know. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Um, there's a gay story. There's a gay there's story. A- Hawkling and Wiccan, which in the end it just pisses me off because it's like here's these two amazing characters that no one is doing anything with because I'm bitter. Did you did I did you get that? <laughs> I, I think we already have our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was reading this, rather than being like, yay, it's Hawkling and Wiccan, I'm just yay. like, why the fuck aren't they one of the main characters? He's fucking... Like, he's fucking wicked. Like, I don't know. It just... How cute are Billy and Teddy, though? I'm so glad they're in a good place. First of all... Although, I'll... I I have definitely have a thing about breath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, in it, he just kept talking about how, like, Billy needed to brush his teeth and had bad breath. Yeah. And that was, like, a big turnoff for me. That was a big turnoff. Because um, that's gross. But it's like, look, we're domestic. Look, we're domestic, we're familiar, we're comfortable with each other's grossness. Um, but we need to fuck it up. Let's fuck it up. Let's fuck Let's, it up. Uh, because seriously, if, if it was like, I just really want, in my favorite world, West Coast Avengers, out of a huge petition that I didn't start, um, comes back <laughs> because of all the protests... And Hawkling and Wiccan joined the West Coast Avengers. What a dream. Oh, that would be so good. What a dream if it was Kate Bishop, uh, Hawkling, Wiccan, Marvel Boy, Fuse. That was the team. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but that's what, but the reason I bring that up too is because Kate Bishop is meeting Billy, Billy for brunch at a, at a, at a drag bar, drag brunch, which is all X, X-Men themed drag bar. There is a goddamn drag queen called Crystal McCran. Come on. 
Yeah, and one just as Emma Frost. So that, the I've never read a story where my personal highlight was something that was going on in the background <laughs> of a panel. <laughs> where you've got Crystal M. Cran, however you pronounce it, all of a sudden dance battling a drag queen dressed as Emma Frost, who, by the way, had a member of her entourage dress up as a Hellfire Club servant and hold her cape up while she dance battled. So it looked fierce. <laughs> Get it, girl. I want a book about this drag queen Emma Frost and her Hellfire Club fop friend. I want a book about them. Yeah. They put a lot of thought yeah. into the act. Well, where's, where's Nightshade? What's her name? Nightshade? Oh, what did they, Dark Veil? Oh, no, Dark Veil. Nightshade, what is she, an t- eggplant? Um, Dark Veil, is Get she involved in this edit? Nightshade. Uh, no, she's not. I don't understand why. It would have, it's right there. I don't want to criticize the story. There's no criticism. Who wrote this story? Anthony Oliveira. Um, I know him from Twitter. What else did he he's write? He's a very funny man on Twitter. I don't think he's ever written anything else for Marvel. Oh, Okay. But he's a very funny man who I follow on Twitter. Very, very smart, funny man. What made you follow him on Twitter? Uh, I don't know. I think like other people who I followed like liked and retweeted some of the stuff he said with some consistency. Is he a writer or a comedian? I think he's a writer. Let me look this motherfucker up. <gasps> Dick pick. No, oh shit. Oh snap. Oh, he's got his own website. I mean, he's very, like, very, like, immersed in the gay geek world. Uh, He's a journalist. Journalist, you know, thinker. Overall thinker. Podcaster. And then, was there ever, what, I'm trying to remember back to that Young Avengers when Loki was on it. Was there sexual tension between him, Loki, and any of the male cast members? Wasn't there a moment with Prodigy? Something? Well, that was Prodigy and, oh, and Hulkling. Billy. Oh, and Hulkling. Yeah. Um, Her Prodigy sure. blamed his powers for being bisexual. Jesus. Because he absorbs everyone else's uh, shit. That's right. And apparently he absorbed everyone else's sexuality, too. That's so right. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Oh, that was so, so smart. <laughs> Prodigy. Um, so that story, what else happened in that story? It was delightful. Uh, no, I mean, it was a story that was essentially about a friend changing and checking in with you before really acting on the big change and being like, so I'm going to change. Just want to make sure we're both cool. And Billy was like, we're not cool. <laughs> we're not. If you're going to be evil again, then we're not cool. And then Loki was sad. And then Loki was sad. And then when Billy... And then he got eaten. So this is my other favorite part. They showed it on the Times Square Jumbotron. Loki getting eaten like that. I know, (laughs) right? I was like, oh my God, what a thing to show. Um, But with Billy crying in Teddy's chest when he sees it. I know, what a fucking drama queen. (laughs) You know, I gotta say, if there's any Marvel character that I'd want to sleep with, I'm pretty sure it's Hulkling. Because he could look like whoever you want. But I like can his you ima- default can you look. Ima- 
Well, his def- well, I mean, his default. I mean, look, I mean here's the okay. Jesus. Here's the thing. I'm gonna throw Sick this boy. out here, because there's one night you could just be like, "Hey, can I fuck Ryan Reynolds tonight?" Okay. Hey, can I fuck uh, Ryan Gosling tonight? He could only be Ryan's. He could only that's be Ryan's. The, that's the caveat. Okay. Would you have Hawkling, where you have this? He could. You could fuck everything, but but twice a month, you would have to fuck him as a scroll. I absolutely would. In fact, you still would do that. It. Would be my could you please turn into fantasy? Oh, gross! Yeah, It'd be all scaly. I know. Just want to lick their green scaly skin. Well, there was there, there, this wasn't the only gay thing that was happening in comics. There was some other gay stuff. There was some other gay stuff. Um, should we jump right to the other big gay thing? Yeah. Say it, girl. Extremists. It's so extremists. You're being extremists. Oh, my God. It's extreme. We are the sex police, but we can't stop having sex. This age of um, X-Men is one of the worst things ever. (laughs) (laughs) Bitter Jeff is back. It's... Okay, you can't have... All right, here's a world where no one can love. But plot twist, everyone is still doing it. Like, it doesn't work. Like, if everybody's doing it, then why? Why is everyone pretending? Like, I guess because Nathan is brainwashing all of them. And then if he's just brainwashed all of them, then I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, conceptually. I don't know. I think extremists is, is the one that's handling it in the most interesting way. Like I think doing the, yes. doing the most with it. And this last issue, which focused on North star. Um, I mean, it was, you know, it was pretty much about North star being thrown back in a closet and being like, wait, something's not right. Where he's like, he's remembering, he thinks it's bad. Like he's seeing Psylocke and the blob, um, kind of flirt with each other. And then they're just like, why am I feeling weird about this? Maybe because it's the fucking blob and he's gross. Oh. Um, but they, uh, but he's, but as he's seeing that and being like, I know this is wrong, but there's something in me where it's like, I keep waking up and thinking there's a man that's supposed to be next to me. Why? Yeah. But then they find out that there's kind of like a men's, like a movie theater where sexy stuff is going on uh-huh. that they're going to bust and North star goes to take care of it clearly because he has been going here himself. Yes. To so, have sex with men and who is running it. I mean, how great Richter. is that? Richter. Richter. When Richter showed up, I was like, this is the gay issue. Yeah. But then the weirdest thing is Iceman comes and then Richter's like, hey, Bobby. <laughs> like, hey, Bobby. Iceman has been doing it they too all, the whole time. All been sucking dick. All of them. Which, all, which pisses me off because so you're telling me that there is a chance for North Star and Iceman and Richter to meet in a movie theater? having three-way BJs and you pick up the story when Iceman remembers his husband? Ugh. North Star. 
<laughs> North Star. North Star remembers his husband? Blah. I know. Boo. I know. If, Boo. If, yeah. I feel like if any gay man had written this, uh, and I'm glad they did not, but if any gay man had written it, it was like, we're all going to suck my, each my other's what? dicks, and then we'll talk about <laughs> yeah. this. And then we'll talk about my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible Give people. fucking Happy break. Pride, by the way. Happy Pride Month. Yay! Donald Trump um, just wished everybody a happy pride. Yeah, and his message, his tweet was basically, hey, good thing we don't execute you all. Yeah. He's like, so when you complain about all the rights we're taking away, right. we just remember, aren't we, killing we could you. round you up and kill you. Yet! <laughs> happy pride. Anyway. Yeah, yet. If that motherfucker gets elected to a second term, it'll happen. God, um, if you could have... Okay, here's another... If you could have either War of the Realms happened in New York or Trump gets reelected. I would much rather survive Frost Giants than have to go through four more years of this psychological and spiritual torture. And physical torture. Okay. Good. Can we t- yeah, uh, please don't get me on the subject of like how they're raping and murdering immigrant children and none of us care. <laughs> Okay. Oh, God. But, you know, back to made-up, super-powered people. Yes, back to that. Um, then, out of nowhere, in a plot point that seemed to God forgotten, there's fireworks everywhere. Yeah. And Jubilee's like, I remember I got a kid. Oh, well, and I'm going to blow everything up. I loved it. Because next issue is the Jubilee issue, and you're going to read the story of Oh, of how that happened? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because yeah. I was just like, why is this happening? So no, I'd like to ne- see how this happened. That's next. That's, it's a, they jump to the end of next issue. Okay. It's, next, it's the Jubilee story. It'll be about her. Where the fuck is all this going? Are they all, at the end of issue five, are they all going to just be like washed up on a beach? <laughs> is, there going to, is there going to be like a, like a kind of... Like Age of X Men, like epilogue Omega. book. There might be an Omega book. Like, how is this all going to end? It wasn't because. Alpha. But that's the thing is, we're running out of time. There's one more week, and then we have a couple more weeks of un because it in July is when everything is canceled, right? And yes. the new yeah. House of X, how and Powers of Ten start. Yes. So they need to wrap this shit there's got to be an omega issue i'm gonna assume there is one um i mean i really did love seeing richter iceman and north star drinking beer on the roof of an art house cinema building (laughs) with yeah that was great it was so great and i in my head it was like because time passed they did blow each other oh absolutely richter was passed out for a reason he was passed back and forth and then he passed out Oh, my God. And also, can we just... Have we talked at lengths yet about how Iceman's costume... I knew you were going to say that. ...is the gayest thing ever! It's also kind of the hottest thing ever. Oh, of course it's hot. Hello, it's like, hi. I mean, I've seen... If someone was wearing that at the Eagle, I'd be like, hey, get your cat of nine tails and pour some hot wax on me. And when you think of Iceman, you picture, you know, the, like Sean Ashmore, who played him in the movies. You know, Tom Holland is not too far off from what I'd imagine Bobby Drake looks like. Shit. If I saw Tom Holland Ooh. walking around in that outfit, I would. I would, I would masturbate. Well, wait a minute. But th- we're living in a world where technically Iceman could be recast. 
Yeah. Who would play the new Iceman? I mean, it can't be Tom Holland. Troy Sivan. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is a little too much twink in my twinkie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they said they're not, it's going to be five years. <laughs> so he'll grow uh, up. He'll, and, be, he'll fill he'll out. Be like, he'll, he'll do a cycle of roids and he'll pump up. Yeah. Speaking of cycle of roids and famous gay people, do you know who I saw on Grindr? Um, God, Ooh. why can't I remember his name? The gay guy, he's on Star Trek now and he was Wait. on My So-Called Life. Wilson Cruz, girl, do you know that the other day I walked by him and we like kind of, I'll say we cruised each other. Yeah. And I, as I was looking at him inches away from his face, I was like, this is fucking Wilson Cruz. He was so hot coming at me in a tight t-shirt. I was like, oh my God. His body is insane. It's insane. And I literally wrote that on the grinder message. And uh, he just did the thing. There's a thing on Grinder when someone's nice, but they don't want to sleep with you when you compliment them. Mm-hmm. They go, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I can't I believe it. That. I I'd just... rather you ghost me. Right, you're right outside Penn Station. Yeah, his body's amazing. I, I didn't even know it was Wilson Cruz. I just saw the body coming at me, and I was like, hello. Oh, my God, you're famous. Anyway, God, we went off a tangent on we sexy sure men. We sure did. Well, extremist number four, it was really hot. It got me hot. And I'm excited, any... yeah. I'm excited Jubilee. for Jubilee. I'm excited for Jubilee. Because it reminds me of that like my Beyonce hold up video from Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I, I had that song in my head, just like Jubilee with her fireworks and her baseball bat. <laughs> She's like, fuck it, this shit ain't real, fuck it. <laughs> Let's fuck it up. Let's blow it someone, the fuck up. Someone tweeted, um, oh my God, Jubilee said, be gay, do crime. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Can we get that in a t-shirt? Right? I've been seeing that phrase a lot on Twitter lately, be gay, do crime. I'm, I'm like, I'm hoping that the origin was that guy's tweet about Jubilee or that woman's tweet about Jubilee. Ah. Mm. Uh. Um, what else? Is there anything else in comics? Um, there's X-Men Grand Design, which covered our X-Men heyday. Which I just read. It goes from love death to inferno. And the thing I still don't get is why, why do they change the plots of it a bit? That... So it's all because Ed Piscor did um, this kind of style. I mean, I, I think it's because this kind of he did this kind of style in, in the Hip Hop Family Tree books. And he's such a huge X-Men fan. I'm guessing he was like, let me do this kind of thing I did with Hip Hop Family Tree. Like, let me create this quick-moving narrative, this quick-moving, tight, cohesive narrative. I'm sure he pitched it to them, and they are like, fucking do it. Because I do like it, but I do. I part of it is like, why are you changing it? Yeah, it's just like it's like his. It's just the cha- that was the assignment. That was the challenge. That's just how I feel yeah. about it. Because there was, I, and this one though had less changes. I feel than the others. It still had some massive changes though. Well, what? I, okay, maybe I missed some, but I what? I mean, one change, of course, Psylocke was always armored Psylocke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
And um, and I will say, she just shows up. Like, there's never like they all oh, just kind of they character. all just show up. Yeah, like Longshot. Like, there's an alien guy named Longshot who pledged his allegiance <laughs> to the X Men. Next panel. Well, I mean, at least they said that. This one, literally, they were yeah. like, Psylocke, help us out. You're like, yeah, where's like, Psylocke's on her way? It's like, who? <laughs> uh, but the one interesting thing is they basically just erased, they changed Inferno. They really where, simplified all. Where they were just being like, oh, back to Roma's realm. And I'm like, oh, it's not Limbo? Yeah, they did nothing with Ileana. Yeah, yeah. It was all and nothing with the new mutants. Yeah, nothing with it, it was, was all, all Naster, the demon, and and Goblin Queen, and they came from Roma's dimension, and that was it. And can I say, rereading it again, I was just I was confused a lot about Madeline Pryor and her switch to being evil, and I always felt it seemed abrupt. But when you actually go and read it. It's planted in seeds. Oh, yeah. It's very gradual, actually. So slowly. Yeah. And yep. it actually is very gradual. And I think it's because it's so gradual and subtle that you don't realize that when she agrees to take on this power, that that is what turns her evil. Like, she basically yeah. sells her soul yes. and doesn't realize what she's doing, which is really sad. Yeah, she it's sells her soul to the devil, quite, quite literally. And in the end, she does it to get, in a weird way, she does it to get her baby. But then in the end, she decides to kill her baby. Yeah. She's like, okay, thanks. I'm going to chop him in half now. (laughs) I need powers to save my baby. I have these powers. Let me kill my baby. One thing I love, though, about the Madeline Jean stuff in um, Grand Design is yeah. yeah he he simplifies a lot he combines a lot of stuff he streamlines it streamlines it but he sure did give a whole half a page of panels to that weird fucking scene that I'll never forget where Madeline has that dream where Jean is like picking her facial features right off of her. yeah like I was Mark like Silvestri oh you pick- drew that yeah he yeah. fucking laid into that moment I was like you are this is why we need to be friends Ed Pisker you get me. <laughs> I will say, yeah, for me, it's just, I'm trying to, like, I need to, like, find, I want to, like, get someone else and force them to read X-Men up through issue 300 and then be like, okay, what is the best part? (laughs) Because for me, this run here from, like, Fall of the Mutants through the Outback it's so good. It's so good. Where does it end in Grand Design? Uh, Grand Design ends with the very end of Inferno where Cyclops annihilates Sinister with his... Okay, right. I will say one of my favorite runs is, is after that. Where is one that by one... Before that, one by one, they get ten little Indians. Oh, yeah. Like, one by one, each of the X-Men come off. Oh, I uh, get love picked it. off. So it's like Rogue gets sucked into the Siege Perilous. Yep. And then uh, Storm, they think Seemingly she's killed. killed. Wolverine goes off on a mission. Longshot, like, loses himself and kind of... What? I still wasn't 100... What happened to him? Where he's, like, was picking up his nose and his arm. Yeah, he... He basically had to find out who he was, for, for all intents and purposes. He went off to figure out who he was. 
and then why he had no memories. And then Polaris loses malice, and then they go to the Savage Land, and it's only the X Men at this point are Havoc, Dazzler, um, Colossus, Colossus led by Psylocke, and Psylocke is the leader. Yeah. For those next few issues, and I reread that, and I was like, "God damn, this is good! Like, yeah. this was such a good run." And then and she it ends, kind of. It ends with her having that fever dream, yep. realizing, oh, they're waiting back to slaughter us. So she tricks all of them. She basically mind a- controls Havoc, Dazzler, and Colossus to go through the Siege Perilous. And even at one point, I think, is it Havoc or someone's like, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this. She's like, it's okay. Come well, on. the butterfly appears. <laughs> yeah. Like over and, havoc, yeah. And it's all told through one of the best issues of the X Men, which is the Fever Dream, uh, where it's all Logan Wolverine. Logan is is crucified. It's my favorite. That is such a good fucking issue. Like it's my favorite. Chris Claremont. Oh my God. And then that slowly was then followed with uh, when Psylocke was turned into Lady Mandarin, and then she had her weird dream where she had to murder all the X Men. He was, Chris Claremont was going through something. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of murdering all the X-Men. No, but it was, a, there was a, like, he was doing something with the style. He had this new freedom of, like, I want to just go weird places with this. Yeah. And I feel like he started getting really weird, and I loved it, but I bet you anything. That people are like, I think Chris Clare, the, like the editors were like, he's going off the rails. Yeah. And we have this amazing guy, Jim Lee, and everybody loves him. And Jim Lee has lots of ideas. So I want you to, I want you to keep him on track to bring it back to the normal original X-Men. And that was like the end of it. Because what was garbage is the whole, like once they go through the Siege Perilous, the X-Men is garbage for like 20 issues. What it, what happens in those issues? Do you remember? It's when the Freedom Force yeah. takes center stage, and then the main X-Men are on Mer, like on uh, Oh, Mer it's the Mer Island X-Men. And it's like Forge it's and po- Banshee it's big, it's big and Pol- Big Polaris and Amanda Sefton. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. And then yeah, there's yeah. like and then it goes to like Colossus as an artist where he falls in love with Callisto, who's become a model. Because of mask. What the fuck? And Dazzler's, uh, Guido finds Dazzler washed up on the beach. Yes, but here we are. Okay, so as you, as you know, I keep, I've been reading through this. I then decided to read through because I got through to where X-Factor ended and the new X-Men joined. So everything switched where it's like X-Factor ended because all the original X-Men are now part of the new X-Men and Blue Uncanny and X-Men books. Blue and gold. But... Do you know what I read before I decided to dive into those two books? What? X Factor. The original? The what happened what happened with X Factor, which was oh, Havoc? Havoc, Polaris, Wolvesbane, Strong Guy, Quicksilver, Multiple Man, Peter David run. Yeah. That run is genius. It's so fucking funny and so good like i highly recommend go back and read like the first 10 issues of that run it is so fucking funny 
Like, there's all of these weird jokes and weird running gags. Like, there's one gag where there's this this crazy scientist, and it keeps going like, but meanwhile, the real nemesis of X-Factor. And the scientist is like, now my robot is almost finished. Ah, and then he like builds it and then he's like, oh, it's too big to get through the door. All right, <laughs> let me let me break open the door. And each issue, it's a new thing where he's like, and then I'll beat you. Oh, crap. Oh, I gained weight and now I can't fit in the suit. Like, <laughs> and so the very end, he finally gets it all working and he goes outside and it rains. And he's like, wait, did I make this waterproof? And he gets electrocuted and dies. <laughs> And it's like a four-issue running joke. And then Cannonball, like, flies by. And is like, what's that weird statue? And there's just, like, a skeleton in it. Jeez. It's, it's it such the, a fucking good run. It was it's the so best. Smart. And it's where he, for a while, it was all talking about political correctness and how they were saying mutant was a slur. And that you had to call them. Do you remember, Brett, oh, what, what the politically correct term no. was? No. What was it? Genetically challenged or a GC. Oh, that sounds even worse. So they were calling them GCs. GC? And it was like, yeah. And so G-E-E-C-E-E. What? And and they would have like they would cut to news things or being like, and in the news, the government funded team X Factor, a team of oh, we're supposed to say GCs now. Oh, like, that's they, so like, funny. It was like it was very it was interesting that this was written in like ninety one, I think. But I it, it was it was hitting a lot of shit because like the war with Iraq was happening. So there was like a lot of shit that just seemed very like oh, this shit is very prescient. Huh. I loved it. I loved it. I gotta reread it. We got, we said we were gonna do like an old runs episode. That'll be one that I think we'll talk about when we yes. do that. When we do that, um, back to Grand Design. Just closing the loop on that. There was like a few moments. I was like, oh, I see. It was another moment in addition to the pulling off the features. Um, was when Sabretooth was loose in the mansion and Wolverine was fighting him, and Psylocke kind of helped. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, what a nice nod to the Psylocke versus Sabretooth in the mansion. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 oh, I love it. They take, like, he takes, like, whole issues, and it's, like, a panel where you're like, oh, yep, it's touching upon that issue. <laughs> I see what you did there. Mutant Massacre seemed very different. It all, everyone died in, like, At the an same explosion. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Anyway, I just like it because it's so weird. I think if you do a reread of it, just focus on some of the faces that the characters are making in some panels. It's a hoot. Like this one during Inferno where demons are attacking Jean and she looks so scared. (laughs) So scared out of her mind. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm just, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting when he has to do grand design like from issue three hundred to like to like four hundred. I think he's ending it after Extinction Agenda. This is it. This is the last one. Oh, this was that. This was the end. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there'll be one more book of Extinction because I think it's two books per. So this is like chapter phase three, right? Because um, he did the original run and then he did the like New Genesis. He basically was like, I only want to do Claremont. 
It, basically. Mad respect. Mad respect. Um, ew, we wrapped up a season of a DC TV show. Ew. Ew. Doom Patrol ended. Ugh. Sigh. Sigh. Uh, what a fun finale. It felt a little bit kind of like an epilogue. Like, it kind of felt like, oh, last episode it ended and this is kind of an aftermath. But no, this was very much like the end of their big story arc against Mr. Nobody. Yeah. And it was a fight against, well, it was kind of like a fight against what Mr. No, what Mr. Nobody had done um, on Danny the Street, who had been kidnapped and just really damaged. And can I just say the brilliance of the way the chief got them all back was by putting the Chumbawamba song, I Get Knocked Down, in all of their heads to lead them back to him. Because <laughs> they wanted to find where it was coming from. And it was Mr. Nobody. Because um, the chief wound up there too, right? Or Oh, I thought for some reason it was oh, the chief doing that. No, I, I guess the... maybe... Oh, wait, was that when he brought them all to see the painting of Danny? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, it was the chief. It was the chief. Yeah, because they all just wanted to get that, to shut it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that is a song that gets stuck in your head. It's yeah. so perfect. And also, they had been knocked down. Like, they were defeated yeah. by Mr. Nobody. He tore them apart. That so, was a fun where it was the fake out of them winning. In last episode that was that last episode yeah it was the fake out of them winning and then it ended with the reveal oh right nobody was still in mr nobody was still in control and he made niles tell them i'm responsible for all of your accidents and so this kind of picked up after that where it was like they they had to live with that for a while and they were all separate uh elastigirl became a drama teacher crazy jane pretty much became a heroin addict but it was a drug that shut down all of her personalities Robot Man became like a vagrant. And when they finally do meet the chief, the chief explains that he uh, only did it because he needed to live forever because his daughter is too powerful and he needs to make sure someone keeps control of her. So how funny is that? That, like, you know, you in particular were like always like, how are they ageless why haven't they aged like what and it came down to it was about finding immortality and can i just say i yelled this like while watching it i was watching it uh with some people and i was like the whole the one beef i had with this show was this made no sense that no one aged and it's all about why they don't age. like it's literally it was was like no jeff this was the point of it all, you stupid faggot. Yeah, keep like, watching, <laughs> faggot. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. The one thing, though, is the, is the chief was like, I still need to find the answer. I'm like, but didn't you kind of? Because aren't you... Yeah. Like, you're, you're not... aren't you like 150 years right. old? Right. <laughs> like, you found something. <laughs> and we because, finally met Dorothy's Spanner. And... Yes, and that was I uh, first. I thought his girlfriend Me was too. the Dorothy Spinner, but as soon as he said, "I have a daughter," I was uh, like, "Oh, that has to be it." And then we see her. 
And she's fucking Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. So stupid. <laughs> what happened to your Cro-Magnon elt stuff? Well, you don't see her face. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, she's dressed as she Dorothy. Clearly, from, yeah. Yeah, but she clearly has a. She probably has the Cro-Magnon face. Yeah, she does. Because they all made a. Like when they all saw her, they were They're all like, like "Ooh, that's a look." That's a look, I guess. Do you, girl? Um, I just love this show so much. I love Matt Bomer. I love Negative Man's kind of homosexual relationship with the entity inside of him. Yeah. There's a little bit of, there's a little bit of gayness between the energy being and, and Matt and Captain Larry Trainer. They should push that. Yeah, they should. I mean, the energy being pushed him into being, you know, into coming out of the closet and being okay with it. Also, there is a weird thing where it's like, I have a a question. When he would put the, when the electric, what is, what is the spirit called? What is it? The negative spirit. Negative spirit. He would put him in these like dreamlight, like fugues where he'd be with his boyfriend. Did the boyfriend, was the boyfriend there too? Or was that the negative spirit? Uh, I think that was the negative spirit. So, in a weird way, I want them to have more of that stuff where it's the negative right. spirit but it looks takes like on a form. Yes. And they're just like having a relationship, but it's like yes. that they live inside of each other's body. I think that is a place to go with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, with that. I hope they do more. I know that there's talk about the streaming platform being in trouble and blah, blah. But they're doing a season two of Titans. I would love, love to see a season two of this show so much. Get me some Brotherhood yeah. of Dada. Let's do it. Some what? Um, Mr. Nobody's Gang, the Brotherhood of Dada. Oh, of Dada. I thought you said Donna, D-O-N-N-A. I wish. I would love the Brotherhood of Donna. <laughs> we, should, we should rename the show that. <laughs> <laughs> the Brotherhood of Donna. Who's Donna? Ugh. Who isn't Summer? <laughs> Who is Donna? Yes. And now we're just going to, but that's where this ended. And now it's like, oh, what do I have to put up with? Like Swamp Thing? When does Legion come out? June 24th. All right. I guess that's the next thing. I guess that's the next thing. Plus we have Dark Penix. Dark Penis. What do you think? You think you're going to like it? How do you feel about Apocalypse? The movie, X-Men Apocalypse. I was very disappointed. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I actually really liked... Really uh, I really, I really liked uh, Days of Future Past. Loved it. And so I was, like, really looking forward to Apocalypse. And, and they just... They really just... They really just fucked up with Psylocke. Where it was like... They fucked you know, up she with had every more, character. She had more than just her psychic katana. Like, there was more to her powers than that. Like, she was psychic. <laughs> Like, you know, do something with that. Right. Uh, yeah, they just fucked it all up. And uh, this one, they just recently said the reason they did reshoots. Yes. Is because they did take it to space. But. At the end. And they reshot it to make it on Earth because they realized it was too similar to another Marvel movie. They said that seeing Gene go Phoenix in space looked exactly the same as seeing Carol Danvers go binary as Captain Marvel in space. Yeah. 
I mean, they didn't say that. Oh, they, no, they didn't they, say. They did. They didn't say Captain. They, I thought they didn't say Captain Marvel. Somebody did. Oh, someone finally spilled the beans. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's clearly what they were talking about. Oh yeah. So if I hate this, I'm going to blame Captain Marvel. You're right. Right. It's like how I blame Superman Returns for hating X Men Three because Brian Singer took yeah. James Marston with him. Yeah. Simon, um, Simon, it's, here's what I can't believe about Dark Phoenix. That it's the same fucking guy who wrote The Last Stand. Although this time, you're also directing it. So you're just going to double down on what you meant to do with The Last Stand, but couldn't because of other people? Because of Brett Ratner? Well, I'm so ready to hate this movie. Yeah. But in good news, it turns out the reason for New Mutants has not reshot yet wasn't because they aren't don't want to do it. It's literally because every single person was in a contracted television show. Oh. And they could not get all of the actors together at the same time. So they're like, okay, now that Game of Thrones has ended and this has ended and Stranger Things has ended, we li- we now we actually can go and do yeah. the reshoots. So it just turned out that all of the actors just happened to all be in shows and they just couldn't shoot. There was an online rumor going around that they were adding a character. Part of the reshoots was because they were adding a character. Did you Who would they add? No. X-23 from Logan. Oh! Daphne, what's her face? Yeah. Oh, I would be totally down with that. I would be totally down with that. Yeah. It seems unlikely that that's going to happen, but... I feel like if you add that in, I feel like that's a lot. Like, that would change everything. I mean, is she never going to be standing next to somebody? (laughs) I, I do hope that people, this movie comes out just so that it, it inspires the writers, the comic book writers, to remember what Danny Moonstar's real powers are. Yes. Please don't give the Native American character arrow powers. Especially when her powers are she makes anyone see their darkest fear and oh, everyone else around them give can me that. see it. I'll take that over an arrow any day. Here, here's your arrow, Hawkeye. That's take- way more interesting. But yeah, X-Men. It's finally happening. This will be the last X-Men movie in yeah. possibly five years. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we'll have in between is what, the Dazzler and and what's that cartoon? Oh, Dazzler and Tigra. Tigra. <laughs> Ooh, how That's about all the, we'll have. How about the clips of who is probably Dazzler in Dark Phoenix, though? Do we know what actress that is? It is actually, well, from what I read it, it is the actress that was reported as being cast as Dazzler. Like, when the movie was first being put together and then it just the news of anyone playing dazzler just kind of disappeared um i think it is an actress from the orville which one halston sage is that her name oh i wonder if she's the she's the girl who left the show maybe she's the one that was actually dating him do you watch the orville i do not i saw one episode it's... it was pretty good 
really good. It it fucked everything up because they made you think it was a a comedy, and it's full on a, a straight up like Star Trek parody. Yeah. Like it's it's straight up Star Trek. Yeah. With some comedic elements, it definitely has comedic elements, but but that's what I think fucked everybody up at first because you're watching it being like, this isn't funny. Oh, yeah. So, okay, she was in the episode I saw. It is the girl, yeah, who left the show with the brown hair and the weird forehead and weird ears. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. Dazzler. Oh, yay. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Her character on Orville, she's super strong. Yeah, she that's comes the from one the race. I saw. She comes from a race of super strong people because they're on an Earth size, an Earth that's like the pl- size of the planet of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So their gravity is so heavy. Mm-hmm. That they just, when they're not on their planet, they're insanely strong. But the irony is, on their planet, they abhor all war and violence and only, like, intellectual stuff. So the fact that she left to join the army, she's, like, the outcast and everyone hates her and her family. Yeah, the one I saw was about her returning back to her home planet. Because she was, like, losing her strength. Yeah. And this, like, people broke in and wanted to kill her dad. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Which was not funny. No, it's not funny. It's not it's funny. It's real. It's real. Oh, well. Wow. People we stop being it. polite and start being real. We did it. We weren't uh, polite, but we were real. No. Yeah. Uh, Dark Phoenix is this week. It's probably going to... Are you going to see it Thursday? Yeah. It's I think Dark I have, Phoenix. I think I bought tickets already. Uh, so did I. I'm going to see it on the Upper West Side. 8 o'clock on Thursday. Be there. Sweet. I'm going to fly to New York and watch it with you. Please do. <laughs> I actually was thinking of flying to Chicago um, to see it with my friend, who I used to see all the superhero movies with, who, oh. I, text, who I text about X-Men all day, every day. <laughs> That's how I like to live my life. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to, in your life, give us a rating on the podcast app. I used to say iTunes, but guess what? That's not a thing anymore. What do you mean? Apple is getting rid of iTunes in, like, mere weeks. What? Yeah. Now it's just going to be your podcast app, your music app, and your TV app. No more iTunes. Wait, but there'll still be Apple Mu. It's just Apple Music then? Yes. But what about all of your music on iTunes? I have no idea. You're going to have to call Tim Cook. Are you... What? Call that okay. gay motherfucker. Ah! Um, okay. I'm going to call Tim Cook and be like, Sis, I have a lot of Scissor Sisters on my iTunes. Where are they going to go? But it's still... You can see it on the Apple Podcast app. Is that what you have to say now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should that be reading on that anyway. That sounds awful. The podcast app, actually, I think is very poorly designed. If I do Ooh. say so myself. And well, there I said it. Then listen to us on Spotify. Or just go to the direct... Go to the Universe Head website and listen to us. Yeah. But rate us on a site that has that function. Yeah. Yeah. And tell your friends to listen to it. And and do you have uh like a, an uncle that hates gay people? Tell him to listen to us 
actually, I wouldn't mind some, some hate mail from conservative people so that we could read it on air. I think it'll be fun. And in the meantime, I want you guys to watch Dark Phoenix. Because remember, if you're interested in seeing an X-Men movie, oh. well, I hate to break it to you, <gasps> then that makes you queer. Because the X-Men are gay as hell. Especially Iceman. Especially North Star. And Richter. Bye. Bye. Bye.